Hello, this is Matt, and welcome to another edition of the Studio Rats podcast, episode 23 for February 28th, 2012. Yes, listen to that. No background noise. I am stationary today in the studio and just getting ready to do a mix critique for a listener that submitted a song. So we'll be getting to that in a few minutes. But I did want to let you guys know, you know, in case you're kind of wondering what the schedule of the podcast is, I did two weeks, I think about two weeks, of doing an episode five days a week. That was a little crazy. So I'm going to be cutting it back to three days a week, Tuesday through Thursday. That will hopefully give me a little more time to do episodes such as this, which are quite a bit more labor intensive, and hopefully to get some interviews um, of some guests back on the show. So that's what you can expect in the future. Let's get into that mix critique. So this song was submitted by Doug Darrell of the band Triangle Exception, although I believe for this track it is just Doug. He submitted this song to the podcast Six String Bliss, which apparently is a podcast for guitarists by guitarists. They were putting together a compilation of songs, and the theme, I guess they do themed compilations. The theme for this one was The British Are Coming, so it was to cover a track by any band or artist from the UK. So um, Doug submitted this track, One Brown Mouse. Let's take a listen. Okay, the first thing that jumps out to me is that lead guitar when it comes in could probably stand to have some cuts in the 200 hertz range just to give it a little more clarity. Okay, I think on that guitar part that fades in, it's really bassy. I would cut some of those lows and maybe bring it back in the mix a little bit. It's a little overpowering in my opinion. Maybe pull the drums back just a hair. And here I think that hi-hat is maybe a little too loud. I'd pull that back a bit. Alright, the distorted guitar part in the left I think is really catchy but could stand to be brought up a little bit to highlight it a little more. Here I think these guitar part, the riffing guitar part, could be EQ'd to get a little more clarity. And that lead guitar part sounds like it was mixed by a guitarist, so I'd pull it back a little bit. I think on the bass guitar in general, I'd like to hear maybe a little more low end on it. And it feels like the drums and the guitars are kind of existing in a separate acoustic space. I think bringing the drums down a bit could help that, but also maybe revisiting your EQ choices. Okay, the organ fade in there seems a little overpowering. Maybe drop it down a little bit. 
I think the vocals could use a little more clarity in the upper mid-range, so try tweaking the EQ there. They could also perhaps stand to be brought up because they do tend to get lost as the song builds up and additional instrumentation is added. You know, originally I thought the effect on the vocals was distracting, but I actually kind of like it the more I listen to the song. All right, overall, I think that was a really solid mix, Doug. One kind of one general comment that I wanted to make, and I think everyone can benefit from this, is that for tracks where you're introducing a lot of new instrumentation throughout the track, there's a tendency for the song to get louder and louder and denser and denser and kind of start to feel out of control in the really loud sections. One way to combat this is that when you bring in new instruments, bring down the level of the instruments that were there before and continue underneath the new track. This will help give you some space without really having to boost the level of that new instrument to call the listener's attention to it. Another way you can do this is to EQ it differently. So for instance, um, one thing that I do quite a bit on tracks that have piano is that when it's just solo piano, I'll have um, no roll off in the bass, but as guitars and bass guitar are introduced, I will roll off lows on the piano because the other instruments, especially the bass guitar, are now handling that low frequency range. And if I were to keep the lows in there on the piano, it just gets really muddy sounding. So you can do that with EQing different guitar parts differently as new parts come in. You know, you just kind of have to experiment with it and figure out what works the best. But, you know, the idea is to make the song seem like it's building up without having it get totally crazy with your levels. Another thing I'd like to hear on this track is a little more clarity in the low end. I, I really felt like the the kick and the bass guitar could use a little more punch. So I think some EQing and perhaps some some changing the compression settings, specifically on the bass, just to give it a little more punch, would be uh, very effective. Another thing I wanted to mention was how Doug panned the guitars at the introduction of the song, and he used a really cool technique to do that. Basically what he did was in the right channel we have his DI'd electric guitar part and on the left channel we have what sounds like an acoustic guitar part. What he did was he only played that track once but as he was playing it he actually mic'd up the strings on his electric guitar to get that kind of pseudo acoustic guitar track and then recorded that along with his DI'd track and panned them opposite directions. And this is a really effective way to add some depth and width to your track. And the great thing is that the parts are perfectly in time because they are played at the same time. So hats off to Doug for doing that technique and that's something that we could all try in future projects. And one final comment is that the mix seems heavy on the right side, spe specifically in the low end. If you listen to it on headphones, it's more apparent than on monitors, but it definitely is there. I think this could be fixed by EQing the rhythm guitar that's on the right channel, rolling off some more of its lows so that it better matches what's going on the right. But I generally look at all the instrumentation and see how you could balance out the mix a little bit more. And that's going to wrap up our first mix critique here on the Studio Rats podcast. Let me know if you like that 
movie commentary track kind of approach, you know, where I'm talking over the track. I don't know if maybe that's distracting. You know, I, I kind of wanted to have that going so that you could hear the specific sections that I was talking about. But, you know, we could also listen to the whole track from from start to finish, and then I could point out some things that uh, that I heard during the mix. You know, let me know which which way you guys think would be the most beneficial. So if you have any comments, questions, or want to submit your own track for a mix critique, drop me a line at matt at finleysound.com or go on over to thestudioratspodcast.com and leave a comment in the comment section. And until next time, go on out there and record something.